on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in a cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, does a no, headshot, case closed What is up guys, it's Andy Frisella And this is the show for the realists Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society And welcome to motherfucking reality Guys, today we have Q and AF This is where you ask stuff and I answer stuff Isn't that right? That's, that's you know what we do here? Pretty much, yeah. I think that's what we do here at this place. Um, Make people better. Yeah. So these questions, if you're new to the show, this is the Q&AF show segment of the show. It's kind of like, I don't know, what, what are we? We're becoming a network where we have different yeah. shows on different days and shit. Yeah. Um, RAF, baby. That's the network. Yeah. So today, uh, you're going to ask the Qs and I'm going to give the AFs. Which means I'm going to take your questions and I'm going to give you the real answer, not the fucking bullshit answer that you get everywhere else. Uh, other days you might tune in and, and hear cruise the internet. And this is where people that do dumb shit in the real world get made fun of by people smarter than them. Um, then we have real talk. All right. And real talk is where I get on and I yell at you and you get better because of it. Okay. And then we have a full length, which is like interview. And, and we find out how other people became awesome and in the ways that you want to be awesome that's a pretty basic understanding of what we do here yeah, that's it so you're going to probably laugh at a whole bunch of shit and then you're probably going to get smarter too so we have a fee for that right, right. it's not free i'm not going to come to your house and tickle you and make you laugh uh, maybe i will well, I might. but we ask that in exchange for all these giggles that you get from me and not dj <laughs> that you share the show now with that being said what's going on What's going on, brother? You go to Chicago this weekend? Did go to Chicago. How yeah. was it? It was good. It was good. It was uh, it was good. It was good. None, yep. None, nonetheless, yeah. 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 I'm back. Right. Huh? So I'm back. Yeah. All right. So, I guess hit me with the question. Yeah, I got some good ones for you, man. Okay. As always. Um, and guys, don't forget if you want to email, uh, if you want to submit your questions, right, and you would like to be heard, um, please email them to askandyandyforsella.com. And uh, if they're good, they'll be asked and answered. Andy, question number one. So in the past couple of episodes, we you, you've been hitting on, you know, building man. We just had Jason on. It was an amazing uh, episode as well. But but building these, uh, you know, the the ideals of, of manhood, essentially. Right. Um, and I've been loving that content. What's your outlook on building relationships with couples? Like how should they what, what, what things should they be focused on? What is a good couple uh, or relationship look like? Dude, I think it comes down to very simple things. I, I think this is a very simple answer and it's something that people struggle with. I mentioned on the show many times over the years, but it's very simple. Um, first off, I'm going to address it from the standpoint of becoming a couple and then also as a couple. Yeah. Uh, I observe so many people out there that feel entitled to a certain type of partner that and and what they claim they want, right? We'll see these posts and they say, oh, I'm looking for a man who's this, 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 yeah. this. Or I'm looking for a woman who's this, 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 this. The three sixes. Have you heard that? The three sixes? No, I don't care. <laughs> so the the it's probably something stupid as fuck. Yeah, yeah All is. right? So here's, here's the thing. Every time I read those posts and then I look at the person posting it, they're always a piece of shit. Okay? So... It's not that there's no good man or no good woman. It's that you're not good enough to attract that man or that woman that you want. Mm. All right. So in order to get the kind of person that you want, 
You have to become the kind of person that that person would want to be with. This is very basic. This is very basic. Nobody wants to, 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 to understand this because they were told by their mom growing up, all that matters is sunshine, flowers, and rainbows, and, and a bunch of other shit that doesn't really matter. Right. What matters is, is that you have built yourself into a desirable partner. And that goes for both 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 sexes. Yeah. Okay. And it go whatever whatever whether you're gay or, or whatever you like, bro. You're if you want that greatness of a partner, you are going to have to become that greatness. Right. That's just reality. Okay. So instead of complaining about you know how you can't meet anybody or you can't find any good people or this or that or this, maybe the reason is you're not building yourself into the person that that kind of person would like. And I'm willing to bet that that's probably the case. Hmm. Okay. So that's the first thing I would say. Um, the second thing when it comes to building relationships is, 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 uh, really the same thing as the first thing. Okay. Um, do what the fuck you expect your partner to do in the same situations. And that's kind of how it should work. Yeah. It's very simple, dude. Um, I'm not sure where they were asked what the perspective was of what they're looking for in that question. Did they give yeah, any no, more info? No, that, that, that's pretty much it. I mean, just like building a relationship, like what, you know, okay, I work as a man. I should be this, this, and this. Well, dude, like, like, cause I, dude, there's a lot of guru, look, like couple gurus out there, right? For sure, like, bro. And they're all full of shit. There is no conventional way. By the way, you ever, you ever notice the people who give that advice as a couple always end up breaking up yeah. every fucking time. <laughs> okay. They yeah. they make their whole product about oh we're this happy couple and then they break we're perfect up and, we're yeah, happy bro yeah. and that's that's the lie that's yeah. the lie because none of y'all have it figured out right. I don't have it figured out you don't have it figured out I don't know what it is to mean a perfect man I'm not a perfect man but I show up every day trying to be fucking better and I think at the end of the day the key to a healthy relationship is that showing up every day trying to be the best that you can fucking be and help the other person be the best that they can be and if you do those things with respect and you have respect for each other. That's how a relationship is fundamentally, you know, built. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, I think a lot of people fuck up their whole lives because, you know, <clears throat> they don't think of it with any logic at all. They think total emotion, right? Yeah. They think like, oh, uh, I'm attracted to this person or this or that or this. And they don't consider all the other aspects. Like, you got to live with this person your whole life. Like, you got to fucking be able to communicate. You got to be able to, you, you probably need to think they're kind of funny. Right. Right. Uh, there's there's all kinds of things that you need. Values, morals. Yeah. That, yeah. that go beyond just like what we see surface level every day on our phones. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of people get sucked into that and end up ruining a big part of their life. You know, yeah. and, and by the way, a lot of people ruin their lives because they, they've been with someone for so long that they think they have to progress the relationship to that next level. Mm -hmm. Right. And. That's not necessarily the case. If things aren't going well now, just because you've been with someone for X amount of time doesn't mean you take it to the next level. Right. Like, <laughs> there's just no logic and no real strategic thinking or planning that goes on in these, in these, it's all frou-frou, feel-good, fluffy bullshit. Yeah. And what, what relationship uh, gurus out there do you actually hear saying, hey, uh, maybe the problem is you. Maybe right. the problem is you just need to be great. Maybe the problem is you need to be better. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. dude, you got to be self selfish to be selfless. That's what people don't get. And, and dude, there's so many problems. I'm not a relationship expert, bro. But like I can observe so like so many people attach their value to their whole entire value to their relationship or um, 
somebody's approval or, uh, I mean, bro, it, it, there, there's, there's no real guide to it, you know? And there's, like Jason said when he was on the show, there's no conventional way to be a man. Right. And there's no conventional way to be in a relationship. But if you want a healthy relationship where you're not fighting and you're not arguing and it's not constantly walking on eggshells and all that, because I've been in ones like that and they suck. Um, you need to become great and good and possess moral standard and quality and all of these things in yourself and you will attract someone similarly. Like if you're not about the drama um, and you're successful and you handle your shit and you're a standalone person and you've got all your stuff together and you're not about the drama, you'll attract someone who also has their own shit together and ain't about the drama. Right. Right. A lot of people just think that, I mean, dude, the, the idea of relationships and marriage is so fucking warped that a lot of people believe that it's normal to fight like cats and dogs all the time. Right. And that's how I love you and this and that. Like, right. bro, the truth is 99% of people get into relationships way too early. Uh, they get married without the right perspective. That's why the divorce rate is so high. Uh, they haven't even figured out themselves yet. They haven't even built themselves in anything yet. And, you know, it ends up biting them in the ass. And, and that's what happens. So, you know, if you're a young person listening to this and you're, let's just say, physically 20 years old and you think you need to hurry up and find a wife or a husband and this and that and this, or let's say you're 40 years old and you need to hurry up and find a wife or a husband or this, I can tell you how it's going to end badly. It's going to end badly if you're living less than what you could be personally. Mm. If you are not as good as you could be personally, you're going to attract someone that's less than what you could attract if you were living to that level. Love so, it. I mean, dude, it's it's a fucking nightmare out there. Yeah. Like, like, dude, Instagram, social media, geopolitical politics, beliefs, uh, division. There's so many things that that are just like they're they're like I would hate to be dating right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like for, for first question, are you vaccinated? No. <laughs> or like you go on a date and a fucking chick shows up wearing a fucking mask. Right. Right. Or you show up on a date and a chick got a dick. Yeah. <laughs> and then and and then and then if you don't like it, you're a bigot. You're a bigot if you don't like it. I digress. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just no, dude. It's, it's real the shit, truth. Though. It's real shit. It's the truth. Shit, I just man. saw a video from uh the from the national championship swim team oh, where there yeah. was another trans man trying to use the women's bathroom and the yeah. women the women blocked him from using it. Good for her. Good for her. Grown men shouldn't be in the women's he bathroom. He called her a dog too, by the I way. I saw that. Call your dog off. Yeah. Yeah. A fucking dude in a wig calling a, a young woman a dog. Yeah, an actual woman. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. Crazy. All right, Andy, question number two. How do you correct or redirect a negative culture or just like a tension inside of any of your companies when, when, if that happens? You get refocused on what you're there to do, okay? Most of the time you're going to have uh, negative vibes or negative culture. It's because you have gotten off track from what the actual mission is, all mm -hmm. right? Um, if your actual mission and your actual intent is not to improve the lives of your employees and improve the lives of your customers, you are eventually going to lose, okay? And what I found is that when people start to focus on themselves, they start to focus on the inter-office uh, inter politics, you know, they start worrying about other things, how much money we're making, how much this, how much that, how much this, how much that, what about this, what about so-and-so, oh, that's unfair, that's this, 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 and they don't keep their focus right on the job at hand of what's supposed to be done, that's where it makes room for all of the negativity. So mm -hmm. um, what I think, 
the best option is to revamp um, to revamp a culture that might be in that in that mindset uh, is sort of a, a, a couple step process. One, um, identify the actual reason that you're having the culture issues. A lot of times, it's one squeaky wheel. It's one person mm-hmm. who has become disenfranchised with the culture who's secretly behind your back spreading, uh, you know, cancerous bullshit. That cancerous yeah. culture, right? Yeah. And there's only one way to get rid of cancer, bro, and it's to cut it out. So first off, figure out who's causing it and what what's going about. Uh, have a conversation with them. See if they have a legitimate gripe. And if they do have a legitimate gripe that you can fix, um, feel free to fix it, but also make it clear that next time for them to bring it to you directly. Right. Uh, one thing I don't tolerate in any of my companies is gossip. And if I find out from someone else that you have a problem or that you've been spreading the problem and you didn't come to me with the problem, we're going to have a problem, right? Because I don't care if you come to me, come to me and say, hey, fuck you. I fucking don't like the way you do shit. All right, let's talk about it. But when you go around to 10 other people and cause a big headache for me, you can guarantee I'm going to cause a big headache back, Yeah. right? Yeah. And that's the way you got to do it. So, um. So that's the first step. The second step is if there is no cancer, which happens sometimes, it's usually a matter of people just getting off course. You've been doing the same thing for too long. Um, You might need to get the team together and do something that's fun. You might need to get the team together. And I'm not talking about, oh, it's Kathy's birthday in the kitchen. Let's go (laughs) sing happy birthday. I'm talking about actual fun. I'm talking about getting out, getting loose, having a good time. not force fake corporate fun, okay? Uh, that can help. Having a meeting, uh, stop, you know, like there's been a couple times in the history of the company where I've closed the business down for an entire day for retraining. Oh, shit. Yeah, of course. I mean, and it cost me a lot of money to close business for a day. But they know it cost me a lot of money and they know I'm taking it serious so it helps get people redirected, okay? There's all kinds of ways to redirect culture. But in, in all honesty, the feeling that you probably have of, you know, oh, there's something wrong uh, is probably something that could easily be addressed by you just getting everybody refocused on what the actual mission uh, of work is, right? Mm-hmm. We're here to make our lives uh, of our customers better, to make the lives of our employees better. And when we get off track from doing that, things get more complicated, right? Yeah. And when we do that to the best of our ability, everything else kind of works itself out. You, you like even competitors, like how do you, how do you beat a competitor that doesn't give a fuck about you and only cares about producing the best result for their customer? It's really hard to beat someone like that. Yeah. Right. A lot of people in our industry, whatever industry my company is in, um, they, they look at me and they look at what we do and they try to copy everything we do. And I like that because it makes me understand that they're not focusing on what they need to do. And every minute that they do that to me and try to copy what I'm doing, that's putting them back years, years, because what they see I'm doing is a result of what I talked about two years ago internally. Right. You see what I'm saying? So the ball. Yeah. And so, you know, uh, there's benefits to just staying focused. And if you stay focused and you keep your team focused, uh, they'll be happy. They'll, they'll feel like they're contributing. They'll feel like their job matters. Uh, you got to pay them well. Okay. Everybody's got to fucking eat. Um, but, at the end of the day, man, usually most of these times that, that what they're describing, I understand what they're describing, and it comes from just lack of focus on what we do. Yeah. I love so, them. and and 
it's something that never goes away. And that's another thing. Like, that's a whole nother topic. Like a lot of CEOs or business owners or even managers are like, man, when does it stop? When does it stop? When do I finally get everything in and it works perfectly and this and that. That's the biggest myth of business. There yeah. is no there is no time that that ever happens. Hmm. Nothing ever works perfectly. You have to handle everything that comes up day by day by day by day as it comes up. Um, and the cool thing is, is as you get more experience at handling these problems, they become easier to deal with because you already know because you've dealt with them before. Right. You know, but when you don't deal with them, you never learn the skills that you need to deal with them, which creates tons of anxiety, tons of stress, tons of frustration uh, and, and tons of bad culture. Because it comes from you. Yeah. It comes from the leader. If you're walking in your office every day full of anxiety, thinking that everybody's out to get you, guess what? They're going to get out to get you because they're going to feel that you're out to get them because that's the vibe you're putting fuck out. Mm. So communicate. Tell the truth. Get people focused on what we're here to do. That's what we do. And if you do that, culture will take care of itself. Yeah, love it. <laughs> Andy, our third and final question for you. Uh. 75R, you talk about test days quite a bit, right? What was one of the worst test days that you can think of off the top of your head? Um, how did it serve you? How did you handle it? Well, look, dude, um, there's tons of, of, whether you're aware of test days concept or not, you're always going to have days, no matter where you are in life, that are hard. Like, you're always going to have days. And in fact, most of the days, are not going to go the way you planned them out to go. That's just reality. So to say what my hardest test day was, I don't fucking know. Like, I, clearly I've overcome a whole bunch of them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I could talk about a test day I had just two days ago, because I can remember that one. <laughs> um, I'm in the middle of 75 hard. I don't even know what day I'm on right now, because uh, I don't count. I focus on fucking winning the day. That's my focus. I don't. How many times do I have to ask you what day it is? For real. Yeah. A lot. Almost every day. <laughs> I don't even know what day it is because yeah. I'm so focused on winning my day. Yeah. Right? So, uh, the other night, man, uh, I was fucking starving. Like, starving, bro. Mm. And all I wanted was a pizza from Emo's. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. Emo's is our local pizza place here, which I fucking love. Um, with jalapenos and sausage and pepperoni. And bacon. That's what I wanted. I fucking wanted it bad, bro. Sound pretty good. Dude. Yeah, it, it did sound good. And you know what I did? I, I didn't eat it. I told myself. I said, you know what? You haven't had a hard test in a while. And, bro, when I'm saying, like, I wanted it, like, I had already, I had told Emily, fuck it. Go ahead and order that. Yeah. And I'll fucking deal. I was trying, you know, I'll deal with it later. Yeah. And then Do I some stopped. cardio tomorrow. Bro, and, yeah. and, then, and then I stopped myself and I said, no, motherfucker. You're being a total bitch. I said, eat a fucking meal that you're supposed to eat and you will feel better. And so I heard my boss voice like click in and say, no, dude, you're being a total bitch. You're lying to people. You're, you're going to fail again. You've already failed twice this year because of the injury thing. Yeah. And, and bro, you know what? I didn't, I ate a meal. I got done with the meal. I looked at Emily and I said, man, I'm fucking glad I didn't order that fucking pizza. Yeah. Okay. And that's a test day. Yeah. I won that day. And then yesterday, guess what? So that was Saturday. Yesterday was Sunday. Yesterday, um, I started feeling like I didn't want to get my shit done. And I was able to recall back just 12 hours ago and be like, no, dude, look what you just did. You just passed up on that thing. Now you're talking about this. Right. It's a constant internal test, bro, all the time. And no matter how strong you get, it's going to always be that way. 
So you could develop these skills of grit, discipline, perseverance, uh, fortitude, all of these things that we talk about, the mental toughness aspect of 75 hard, live hard. If you think that you're going to get to a point, it goes back to the question I just answered previously. It never gets to the point where you have to, you get to take it easy. That's the whole point. Okay. People think there's this rest point or this reprogram like, bro, that's why 75 hard is not the fucking end all be all. Like, like when people try to hate on it and they're like, Oh, it's fucking, Oh, it's a year long program. Dumb fucks. Okay. It's, it's, it, it works. It teaches people completely new habits, no matter how unsustainable you think it is. Cause you read somebody's bullshit post on it. Read the book, listen to the podcast, understand the program. Okay. This is about fine tuning the skills multiple times across the year so that you have them all the time. Now, does that mean you're going to have them at peak level all the time? No, we talk about this all the time. There's, there's, there's deposits and there's withdrawals. Okay. And if you put, when I, when I passed up on that pizza the other day, that was a deposit into all of those skills. So then the next day, when I was still struggling with some other, I forgot what it was. It was like, I didn't want to do the cardio or something, or I was about to bitch out on half the cardio. Yeah. I was able to look back and make a withdrawal and be like, dude, no, you just passed that hard ass test yesterday. That was way fucking harder than what this is. And guess what? I didn't bitch out and I followed through and I got my shit done. And that's the sort of dialogue of how it all links together inside of your head. So test days are extremely important uh, one, because they are the days that you find out if your goals are really your goals or if you're just full of fucking shit, okay? And they're also the days that you take that would have been a massive loss and you turn them into a massive win. When you can replace the days that you have a massive loss with a massive win, that's not just a swing of one day, that's a swing of like two days. Because hmm. instead of having one loss and one win, now you got two wins, that makes sense. Yeah, now you're building them. Yes, it's, yeah. it's, it's, there's, there's way more to it than what people actually think about. Hmm. Okay. So think of all the times, bro, that you didn't want to work out or you didn't want to eat healthy. What if you had a way every single fucking time to, to make yourself do the thing that you know you needed to do when you didn't want to do it? How much different would your fucking life look? Every time you wanted to eat shitty, every time you wanted to skip a workout, every time you wanted to blow off your reading, every, every one of those times now, instead of blowing it off, like 98%, 99% of humans do their whole life. Oh, dude, I get it next time. I get it next time. I get it next time. Tomorrow, 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 next week, next week, next week, after the wedding, after the wedding, after the holidays, after bro, it's a constant fucking bullshit story. This is why people are miserable. So think if you took every one of those excuses for the last 1,000 days, bro, and instead of making the wrong decisions, you had made the right decisions, what would your life look like now? Hmm. That's how I think about it. Fuck. Does that make sense? Fucking clarity, bro. Yeah. So, so you, you're sitting there thinking, why me? Why me? Why me? Well, I'll tell you why. Because every fucking time it gets hard, you do the thing that you, you give in. You eat the shit. You skip the workout. You skip the reading. You skip the shit, and it creates a double effect where not only are you not getting better, you're getting worse, but you are in the control to flip those times. You can flip those times by just being aware of your voice so that every time your little bitch voice, which we all have, is inside of our head, says, hey, skip that, or tomorrow, 
or after the new year or after this or after that and starts bullshitting us on these excuses, we're able to squash that down and replace it with a positive action in the right direction. You cannot tell me, not a single one of you motherfuckers listening to this show can tell me that your life wouldn't be exactly where the fuck you want it to be had you done this for the last three or four years. Period. And if you tell me that, you're a fucking liar. So that's what it comes down to, dude. It comes down to all these tests that you are not passing right now. And if you start passing them, your life will look different. Go listen to my test day show. Go listen to the thousand day show. Go listen to that shit. It'll change your whole life. Before Real AF, you'll find 300 and what, 20, 18, 20 episodes? Some, anyway, a whole bunch of motherfucking episodes called the MSCEO Project. Number one entrepreneur podcast that ever fucking existed in the history of time. Okay? Go back, 48. Go back and listen to that episode. What holes are in my game? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because every time I want to fucking quit, every time I want to fuck off, every time I want to be that bitch I used to be, I'm not only not giving into that, I'm doing something productive in the right way. These are the pivot points I talk about, right? You get home from work and you're like, fuck, I'm so fucking tired, dude. It was so busy. It was Monday. It was fucking, I got fucking slammed. Fuck, I still got my workout. The minute you think that, your ass should be off the couch, putting your fucking shoes on, going to the workout. Because if you can get that discipline, bro, you can legitimately not just change the entire trajectory of your existence, but every motherfucker that comes in contact with you from here until the end of motherfucking time. That's fucking, I, I love it, bro. I love it, guys. Andy, it. that is fucking three. Go pay the fee. Yeah. All right. Love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Go get better. Stop being a pussy. Yeah. Went from sleeping on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl. Fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch. Booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold. Doesn't know. Headshot. Case closed. Closed.